Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So over the top cycling Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. We're on the line with David Hasse. Dave, it's great to chat with you again. Hey, George. How's it going? It's going very well. Sounds like you're snowed in. I uh, Well, yeah, it's cold and it's snowing uh, again here. Uh, not, nothing significant, but uh, just enough to uh, make it hard to ride outside. Race Across America is coming up. How have you been training? Spending lots of time on the indoor trainer? Have you been able to get out? Uh, it's uh, been a combination. Uh, when it's um, above maybe 25 degrees, I'm getting outside, and then I have been spending a lot of time uh, on the CompuTrainer, uh, teaching some uh, cycling classes uh, at one of our shops, as well as, uh, you know, like you say, getting out, uh, riding when I can. And You know, I really don't think spending time on the indoor trainer is all that bad. You can really focus your your intensity and everything on it in ways that you really can't match outside. But how are you doing mentally? Uh, good. That, that is definitely uh, the, the case. But um, I'm getting to the point now where I'm kind of worn out of working on techniques and single leg drills and certain power outputs. And uh, I just want to get out and ride my bike outside. But you, you are right. It is so much easier to focus specifically on training indoors it's just very challenging to put uh you know four four to six hours in on the trainer and uh and so so that uh is getting very old yeah i think the discomfort of not being able to move around like you would outside gets extremely old <laughs> it does you know you get uh you tend to get saddle sores i learned something uh, this year that uh some of the new trainers that aren't uh tire driven will help prevent uh, that. But when you're riding on a, a tire-driven trainer, saddle sores are bound to happen after uh, four to six hours. And I spent a couple long days on the trainer um, at a couple different events. I, I was on the trainer um, for a long time. And so uh, I've had a few saddle sores over the winter riding on the trainer. Now, there are other sports like snowshoeing and Nordic skiing that are you know, very nice to have that you can do in the snow that uh, are a nice transition away from cycling. Have you been able to do any other snow sports? Uh, just a, a, a little bit of downhill skiing, and that was uh, done out in Montana. So, you know, we've really had kind of a bad winter here in Wisconsin. The uh, snow hasn't been very plentiful, and uh, it seems to snow at the wrong times, and then it hasn't stuck around. So, um, so that's been challenging to get out and snowshoe and cross-country ski and and so it's been a lot of focus on riding on the trainer and uh, a little bit of skiing, but not very much. 
Now, talking race across America, you had a fantastic race last year, and a lot of people are looking at you, including myself, as the favorite for this year. Do you feel any added pressure or anything with that? Um, you know, I, I, I going in, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling complete pressure for that. I'm feeling more of the pressure that uh, I want to make sure that the team that's coming along with me and and everything, uh, we do a good job, and I race really well because it's, uh, you know, it's me riding, but it's a it's a team event out there, and so I get I have pressure to perform for them so much more than than anyone else, you know, myself, and um, you know, I, I keep coming back to Ram because I want to win, and so there's just pressure, uh, you know, it'd be kind of nice not to have to do Ram, um, so if I can win, then I won't have to, you know, that that pressure would be gone. I could go do some other fun events, uh, so. So there, you know, I am feeling a little bit of that pressure, more for other reasons than specifically uh, that, you know. Now let's talk about your team because you've got some real gems on that team. Um, let's start with Sean Urban. How did you meet Sean? What does he bring that's so important to you? Um, you know, I, I think um, I, I think Sean's uh, experiences. He's crewed different people um, that have done very well in Ram as well as some other races. Um, and so he's, uh, very aware of that kind of, uh, activity and what it takes to, to finish on the top and, and kind of the logistics of, of the race. Um, so he's very aware of that. He's been across, uh, the U S several times, um, you know, with Rob Kish, he's gone to Europe with, uh, Rob Kish and, uh, and, you know, and, and crewed for some really good racers. Uh, um, and I, I think he even crewed for Yuri, uh, at some events or he's very knows Yuri. We've had some conversations about Yuri, but he's, um, he just has some good knowledge and experience and can, can lend his uh, expertise to decision-making. And, and that becomes super critical in the races, you know, trying to eliminate off bike time, move and continue to move vehicles along the course and set up in the right spots and have your auxiliary vehicle very close. So, uh, I think he's very aware of that kind of thing and, and how to best perform and, and keep people uh, in, in line to do that. How about Dex Took? Yeah, you know, Dex has huge experience racing Ram, and, and he's yeah, the most passionate guy about that race. And so um, I think his, his, uh, his expertise is just knowing the course and the route and what you're facing and, and maybe, you know, like, planning like how far you can ride or what's the next distance um so he's aware of that kind of stuff and in the history of the race so he lends uh lends his expertise that way you know it's just a, a great uh, a great thing there how about dave hossey uh you know you know i've done this race uh what five times right so um i know what it takes mentally to get across the line i've learned a lot every time i've done the race and so i had a you know, several year layoff from this race and learn more about myself. But, you know, I know, um, what it takes to get across. Um, I know the keys to doing it. I just now need to ride a little bit faster at critical moments in the race and push myself a little bit harder and further. Um, I think I know what, uh, you know, what it takes to stay on the bike and uh, eliminate, you know, all those uh, off-bike things. We really did a good job with that last year. Um, so it's just a matter of this year of uh, pushing myself a little harder and riding a little bit faster. Are you easy to crew for? 
I I would think uh, I, I would say this. I, I think I'm maybe one of the easiest racers to crew for uh, if everything is going well. You know, if uh, if my nutrition is good and you know maybe not the first year I did this race, but um, the one thing I did learn is that you know when your crew is out there, you know you're not paying them any money. You're you know maybe buying them some food. You just got to be super polite and friendly to them and. And and I try to make it easy on myself and them, and just say, hey, give me, give me what you're supposed to give me, and don't make me think out there. Don't ask me what I want to eat. Just hand it to me, and I'll eat it or drink it. And so I, I think, relatively speaking, I'm an, an easy person to cook for. That was an easy question for me to ask because I knew the answer. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I've talked to a number of people that have crewed for you that say it's just a pleasure to work with you when you're out on the race course. How do you keep that mindset, even when you're sleep deprived and really fatigued? Uh, I hear that you're always very polite. Yeah, I, I you know, maybe, maybe that's my upbringing, right? Uh, I, I was brought up that way, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, if we can keep everyone in a good attitude moving across the country. You know, I saw some weird things out on the course last year from a few really good racers and, you know, the way they handed their water bottles off to their crew or, you know, they would literally throw them at their crew members. And if I was crewing, I would certainly not like that. So if you keep everyone motivated and happy, they're going to go that extra mile for you. And when times are tough, they're going to fight for you. So uh, if I can be, you know, kind and good spirited the whole time, then I know my crew is going to be. I think there was maybe two instances last year where I did blow up a little bit and it was, I was tired and things weren't quite working right and I wasn't holding a good line on the highway and it became a little dangerous. So, you know, hopefully we can prevent all that this year. So how do you prepare with your crew before the race? How many meetings do you generally have? I'm assuming you have some conference calls, things like that. You know what? Last year was, um, so, so I had, um, uh, my crew chief, Justin, who works in the bike shop. So we talked a little bit about stuff and then, um, his wife, Keelan, takes care of all my nutrition and we talked, but really the first time we kind of had some good conversations, um, with everyone was, um, before the race at a, um, you know, when we got to the motels and talked, um, things were organized a little bit. I think this year, um, uh, we're way more focused on where we want to be, when we want to be there. And it's just been a few emails back and forth with people. And then we'll sit down you know, a day or two before the race and say, Hey, this is the game plan. But I think everyone kind of knows what it is. They know where we need to be. And, and that I'll have a, a couple new crew members from last year. And so I'll try to get them filled in. Um, but honestly, it's just trying to let the crew do what they're doing and, and make all of the decisions when I'm racing. And hopefully I can tell them where I want to be when I want to be there. Um, and they'll understand that and get me to that point. And, uh, they did a really good job last year. You know, we need to, make some changes to um, stay a little faster. So when you get through some busy cities, you know, have that uh, auxiliary vehicle um, guiding the navigation a little bit more and contacting the follow vehicle. And so you can get to, to sleep a little quicker when you're supposed to and get through some of those um, higher traffic areas. But I, I think last year my crew did a phenomenal job. So it's it's hard to improve upon their performance from last year. It's more, I'm going to have to improve my own performance. How many do you have coming back? Um, I, I think I have seven crew members coming back from last year. Uh, out of, uh, we, well, we had, we, we started last year with 12 and two people were kind of in the social media realm. 
Um, and then we had a crew member that we lost midway through the race. He just didn't, wasn't having a good time anymore and left. Um, and then we're going to go without, uh, that social media, uh, crew. So we're going to, we're going to try to race with 10 people. And so I have seven experienced, uh, crew members coming back. That's like the ultimate con compliment to a racer to have people actually want to come back. I, you know, and it was, it was good. There were a few people that were a little bit, uh, a little bit on the fence and, and I didn't admit to pushing them and I just left it out there. And then they, they all said they would, uh, said they would come back. And so, so I'm confident with the people that we have and with the new people coming in, they're going to be able to, uh, do, do really well. You know, and I, one of the racer, one of the new crew members is, uh, a Ram racer himself. And, uh, so he has Ram experience, uh, mostly as a racer. So I've Dave Ellsbury's going to crew for me. Um, and so that's another added mind, uh, of what it's, what it takes to do an ultra race and, and a super easygoing, friendly guy. And so, so, I mean, we're, our, our, my crew is definitely, um, has, has experience and, and the willingness to get across the country and they know what it takes. Now you said, you need to push yourself a little bit harder. Where do you feel like you can actually improve over last year? That was a phenomenal race. It, you know, I, I had every, everything went really well. It was a great race. Um, the one area I wanted to push a little further the first day, um, or I guess into the second day, and we, we didn't quite go get to where I wanted to be quite as fast. Um, and then um, I looked at my times compared to the other racers and a few previous years finishes. And, and I just need to push a little harder climbing in, in the mountains without hopefully not taking away from my speed, you know, through, through the plains. Um, Cause I, I'm pretty solid there. I was pretty fast last year through that area. So if I can improve my climbing, that's where I saw that I had lost time on some of the other racers and where they were a little bit faster. Um, so so ho hopefully, hopefully I can do that. I, um, I, I did race, you know, a really pretty hard race last year, but it was very controlled as well. And I think maybe that's what led to a solid finish. But I think there's a few points in this race this year that I'm going to have to maybe challenge, challenge myself um, greater and hope that uh, it doesn't uh, provide any negative results. Final question. Do you still have the same excitement here coming into your sixth Ram as you did at the first, uh, you know the the goal is the same, right? I'm I'm still trying to win a race, so um, so I I do. Um, I know what to expect. I've learned a ton. Um, I've had really good help from some sponsors and, and people on board. So if things have fallen together really well for this year, um, you know, and then there's a few competitors that aren't here that uh, make it. Uh, I, I don't know if it's any easier. I'm going to race against. Uh, I, I sent the message to a few of these guys I've raced before and said, it looks like there's, you know, uh, six or seven, uh, second place wannabes this year racing. And one of us might get our first chance to win the race. So, um, it's, it's a great group of people. I'm going to be able to race against uh, a couple that are pretty good friends and, uh, and others that, uh, you know, I've raced previously. Uh, and so I think it's going to be an, an exciting race. That's for sure. You have some very good racers and, uh, so, so the excitement for that is really good. I'm, uh, one of us, uh, one of the racers I'm hoping is that hasn't won yet is going to win their first race. I've got to agree with you wholeheartedly. I think the tactical approach to this is going to be so different than in years past. 
Yeah, you know, and and I kind of am predicting, you know, who's going to make hard efforts and who's going to be steady because that's what they've done in the past and that's how they've raced. So, you know, I I know Marco's going to ride really fast and hard early, and I know Mark Pattinson is going to um, plug along and and ride strong the whole solid race. So, you know, you might think you're ahead of him, but he he just never 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 you know goes away. He's always right there, and and you know Gerhard's racing. So there's there's a lot of really strong racers. Um, maybe just not that guy that looks like he's super fast like Strasser, but I think there's plenty of really fast racers that are going to be in the mix for this uh, race. Uh, you know, I know Mike Conti's racing, and so there's strong racers, and you know, ho- hopefully, hopefully in the end, like I say, I certainly want me to myself to finish on top, but it's going to be hopefully good to see someone win the first race that they've been, you know, spending. Geez, some of us, it's 10, 11, 12 years trying to win this thing, and uh, we keep coming back to do it. So hopefully we do. I'm thinking back. I believe your first solo attempt was 2004. It was, it was, you know, so, uh, so I'm, and, and the other part of that is the same guys, we're all getting a little older, so we're, we're going to have to win sooner or we're going to be in the 50 plus category, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave Hossie, it is always great chatting with you. I look forward to many more interviews up to the start of Ram. Sounds great, George. Thanks. Thanks for giving me a call. Absolutely. Have a great day over the top cycling Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.